Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Valerie Z, the founder of Spiritual Cardio, a 10-week group coaching program that teaches women how to make peace with their inner truth and practice self-love, where we heal in community by interrogating our inner demons until they lose power over us. I'm bringing you the powerful spiritual practices that helped birth my transformation because I want the same for you. I'm going to teach you how to build a love story with yourself and your inner child. So let's go. Hi, everybody. This is episode 12. Thank you for coming back and tuning in to the Spiritual Cardio Podcast. It's been a whirlwind lately. Uh, I have a lot going on. I am moving out of the state of California and starting a new chapter in Texas. So I've been planning that and Spiritual Cardio had its first workshop last week, and it was a wonderful event. It was so fulfilling for the women to come together and heal together. So it's like making a commitment to yourself and with each other to do this work. So it was a beautiful event filled with lots of inspiration and determined women to grow So it was beautiful. So I want to thank everybody who showed up, not only for themselves to do the work, but when you show up for yourself, you show up for each other too. So thank you to all the women that were there and for my friends, Elia and Rachel and Karina, who helped me set up, who helped me just make the event wonderful, whether that's with decor healing purification and also just setting up with all the stuff that goes into putting a workshop together like decor backdrop merch like all of that thank you guys it means a lot to me that you guys came through and i couldn't be more blessed i just feel so surrounded with love and on another note i wanted to talk about sobriety on this episode because Sobriety has changed my life and I've had two people in my family um, pass away from overdose. So I want to dedicate this episode to my two family members, Anthony Mosquera and Lucia Alvarez, who we lost recently to OD. It's hard to talk about this because I want to be respectful of family, but at the same time, I really feel like I wanted to dedicate this episode to them and also to anybody who is struggling with addiction. Addiction is a very dark place to be in. Sometimes you don't know you're addicted because like the urge to use or the urge to drink comes in the form of this deep desire to distract from something or this deep desire to want to have fun because deep inside you want to 
distract from some sort of discomfort. It's like this darkness that wants to pull you in or disguised as uncomfortable emotions that you don't want to deal with. So then it drives you to go to happy hour or it drives you to go to the bar by yourself or it drives you to look for friends because you want to go out and drink. Towards the end of my drinking days, I wasn't hanging out with friends to hang out and spend time with people. I was hanging out because it was an excuse to drink. I got to the point where people were noticing that I was drinking too much, and it got to the point where I was lying about how many drinks I'd had. Friends would come up and ask me while we were out how many drinks had I had, and of course I'd lie because that's what addiction does. It drives you to lie about using and it got to the point where I was hiding it you know when you're hiding it the destructive patterns in your life do show up it's whether or not you want to recognize those patterns so that you can make a change like some people don't see the patterns because they're so entrenched in the struggle to numb I feel so touched. I feel so lucky and so grateful to be sober because getting sober is like, you feel like this ball and chain has been removed from your ankle. Like you're no longer carrying this heavy load of whatever you want to call it, darkness, pain, shame, unworthiness. But like I've said in the past, sobriety is just step one. Because you've also got to work on what drove you to use. You have to work on what drove you to drink. Or else you're going to find yourself being a dry drunk or a dry addict. Right? You're not using, but you're still very, very knee deep in shame or anger or rage or your inner demons still have a hold of you that's why inner work combined with sobriety is so powerful because you do find this light i always have to say this because it's so true like i was never spiritual before i started working on fixing myself i didn't grow up in a religious surrounding or household but that feeling of like born again Christian as I've heard people say in the past right like oh this person is a born again Christian and he or she found God I'm not a Christian I don't practice any religion but that feeling of having found God I have I do feel like every single one of us, if we want to, we can tap into the God within our heart. And I trip out when I feel this and I express it because like, I was never that kind of person before. Like five years ago, 10 years ago, like I would have never been the type of person to say this stuff. Like, oh, I found God in my heart. Like that was just never me, but This work is transformational and sobriety is a big part of it. I do feel so liberated from the emotions and the darkness that drove me to drink so much and destroy myself 
slowly. Addiction is like you're slowly destroying yourself. You're slowly killing yourself. I feel so fortunate to be able to speak about addiction from the perspective of being sober, from the perspective of being four years sober. When you talk about the success of sobriety, like there is inner work connected to that success because through inner work, you find out exactly who you are. The world no longer gets to tell you who you are because you've conquered that darkness. So you find out for yourself just who you are. And in doing inner work, you find out what's written in your heart. You find out what's been imprinted on your life by your soul, by God. In doing inner work, you just find out how unbreakable you are. In doing inner work, you find out just how beautiful you are. And you can appreciate the simplicity and the beauty of life. You can't own your story by running from it or numbing it. That's why inner work is so important. So if you are noticing that you have destructive patterns coming up in your life, if you find yourself using or drinking, right, and you're having the time of your life, but then the next day you just feel empty, sad, and just hopeless, like that is a pattern of destruction. Like life doesn't have to be that way. You can fill yourself up in other ways. I used to think that happiness was going out and drinking. But then the next day I found myself so emotionally depleted. I used to find myself waking up drenched in shame from whatever happened the night before while drinking, right? Like that was a destructive pattern that I started to notice was how empty and how sad and hopeless I felt the next day. And I used to think that was life. That was the way life was supposed to be lived because that's what I experienced growing up. The adults around me growing up were weekend warriors. They were partying on the weekends, getting drunk, doing coke. And I grew up thinking that that was normal. I grew up thinking that that was the way life was supposed to be. That was how you were supposed to have fun. But it wasn't until I was trying to get sober that I realized the way I was brought up was bullshit. It wasn't until I started trying to get sober that I realized I grew up in dysfunction. I grew up thinking that getting fucked up and doing drugs was cool, right? Because that was the nurturing of my growing up. And it turns out that that was bullshit. I used to walk through school this was in high school, so I used to walk through school thinking I was freaking cool because I was always high or on some drug, right? I was either smoking pot or on acid or something, and I thought I was so cool walking through school with my eyes bloodshot. 
And in adulthood, when all of that started catching up to me, I realized like, oh my God, I was robbed of something, right? I was robbed of a normal childhood. It wasn't until I was trying to get sober that I realized like, that wasn't fucking cool. That wasn't the way I was supposed to be experiencing my high school years. And there was so much trauma by then that I was trying to numb. So the environment and then also the trauma I had experienced as a child was something that I was trying to escape from. All throughout my life up until my 30s, I was trying to escape myself because there was this hole There was this void. That's why inner work combined with sobriety is so powerful because you're not only experiencing the emotions that you've been trying to run from, right? So that's sobriety, but you're also doing the work to make peace with and process those emotions that you've been running from for many, many years. That pain that we've been running from, those emotions that we've been trying to escape through using and drinking, like they fog our perception. And we water that fog by using and drinking. So it's just like this never ending cycle of like pain and then watering it to make it go away. Pain and then watering it to make it go away. And it's this cycle that goes on and on and on for years. And what I've realized is, how can we tap deeply into ourselves if we're constantly trying to just water down this pain, this uncomfortable emotion? So it's a cycle of survival just to get by. But we're not growing. We're not tapping deeply into ourselves. We're not connecting to the center of our heart because that pain that uncomfortable emotion is just has us in survival mode just to get through and we can't tap deeply into our convictions into our soul's values while numb and life's deepest lessons our most deepest spiritual insights happen when that fog starts to clear. The most divine insight for me was recognizing that God used my darkness and turned it into purpose. That's the work of spiritual cardio. By getting clear-minded and clear-hearted, right? Like removing the mud the noise, the pain, the uncomfortable emotion, we're getting spiritually aligned. And in getting spiritually aligned, meaning our heart, mind, and soul are aligning, we start to remember our gifts. We start to recognize and feel what our purpose is here on this earth. We start to gain clarity by getting sober. And we start ascending because we're no longer running from these uncomfortable emotions, from this hopelessness or this void inside of us. Now we are running towards it to make peace with it. And in running towards it to make peace with it, 
We're loving ourselves by doing that because we're no longer trying to escape ourselves. So doing our inner work and getting sober is inciting that love story that's been waiting to be born within us. And so if you're noticing that life is demonstrating painful patterns to you, it's mirroring what you have on the inside that needs to be healed and worked on. So pay attention to the patterns in your life. You can't change what you can't see. Sobriety gives us the priceless gift of clarity to gain insight and wisdom from the things that we've been through. How can we gain wisdom from the things we've been through if we are trying to suppress it and numb it and run from it? The wisdom happens through going through it and learning from it. And when you go through it, you also tap into the joy that's on the other side of having healed it. It's a beautiful story. And you start learning about yourself. It's self-discovery. There's a whole new you, an authentic you on the other side of doing your inner work. And you start tapping into what you truly value. Because I guarantee you what you truly value is not alcohol. What you truly value is not drugs. You don't value numbing and distracting. There's a whole other person inside of you. (laughs) And it's a beautiful thing. You tap into your convictions. You tap into your values. And you build a foundation through doing inner work on yourself through sobriety. And your foundation is what's going to get you through the storms of life. And your foundation starts with clarity. You can only gain clarity through sobriety. And in sobriety, you're in the driver's seat. You're in full control of your actions, of your memory, of your beliefs. Your beliefs start changing. Your life narrative starts changing. What a blessing, man. What a blessing. I feel so grateful. Being sober is like slowing down to take the scenic route of life. It's being fully present for every moment. It's like you slow down to savor the most beautiful moments of life. And even if it's a challenging or bitter moment of life, like you have the opportunity to learn from it now because you're no longer running from life. You're in it. And every day that we choose sobriety, we choose to live in courage the courage to feel everything. And life is less scary because now you've developed these tools within you to run towards life instead of running and numbing from it. I no longer avoid negative emotion. Now I can fully register life's events. Like you build this muscle of resilience that just gets you through everything quicker. In addiction, there's no processing, you're just bypassing. I realize now that I was missing out on life because when we bypass all the bad while numb, 
We miss out on the beauty of all the goodness that life has to offer too. Sobriety elevates your senses. It helps you see clearly. You can endure the imperfections of life while utterly savoring the wonderful things that life blesses us with. So to live in courage, it doesn't mean to live without fear. It's knowing that whatever life throws at us, it may break us momentarily, yet living with confidence that wonderful things will follow all challenges. Through sobriety and inner work, we become warriors of faith. Whereas before we lived in this helpless and hopelessness mentality, we become confident enough to speak what's in our heart. Whereas before we lived to please. Through sobriety and inner work, you become a avid self-soother by spiritual means. Whereas before, we resorted to comfort in the bottle, or a pill, or whatever drug. Ultimately, through inner work and sobriety, we free ourselves from the ball and chain of addiction. And it's a wonderful life. It's not perfect, but it's being deliberately created by God and by ourselves because now we're choosing to love ourselves. Now we're choosing to get to know ourselves. Now we're choosing peace within ourselves. I know now that if I choose to drink, I choose to suffer. And I can't do that. That would be insanity. I choose to be free. I choose to have an authentic connection to my life. I choose to be spiritually connected to myself. And drinking disconnects me from myself. And makes me black out. Utter disconnection there. And every day I choose not to drink. I choose to love me. I choose to connect to my soul and God. Sobriety is a blessing. Sobriety and inner work is a blessing to the third power. <laughs> it's just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to experience life. I do feel like sobriety has given me a second shot at doing life differently. And when I recognized that I needed to stop drinking, I thought my life was over. I thought that's it. You're never going to have fun again. But really, it was the beginning of my rebirth. And this is possible for anyone. Hey, ladies. Are you curious about doing your inner work? Are you ready to dig deep and start loving yourself on a spiritual level? Are you interested in reaching a higher level of consciousness? If so, then this may be just what you're looking for. Spiritual Cardio is a course in transformational wisdom that combines traditional spiritual practices with real life experience. At Spiritual Cardio, we heal in community where we can be vulnerable and raw because when one woman speaks her truth, she begins to heal. 
and she opens the door for another woman to speak hers. At Spiritual Cardio, every lesson is designed with you in mind. That includes practical tools with relatable real-life examples. At Spiritual Cardio, we help identify and release energetic blocks so that you can become the architect of your destiny. Head over to ValerieZapeta.com to read the powerful testimonials from previous clients and register for an upcoming session. Group and one-on-one coaching is available. All sessions are live and in real time. Now back to the show. Take some time to reflect. Like some people are addicted to other things than just drugs and alcohol. It could be food. It can be gambling. It can be work. Or it can be relationships, right? Like just looking for someone to fill a void because you feel so empty. You need somebody to love you. Like I think that can be an addiction too. And if you recognize that you do have an addiction, I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. You can stop that painful cycle. And you can focus on loving yourself through inner work. And I can tell you that life does get better. And there is joy inside of you. Underneath all the mud, underneath all the noise, those uncomfortable emotions that are coating the outer layer of your heart, there is a center of your heart that you can tap into that has light, that has joy, that has tons of love waiting for you to tap into it. It's there for anybody who's ready and willing to do the work. And when you start doing the work, there's challenges. I don't want to make this out to seem like it's perfection because it's not the way this works. That's not what life is about. Life is not about perfection or being perfect or not having challenges or painful situations come up because life is always going to throw us curveballs. Despite inner work, I still make mistakes and sometimes I still feel lack. Sometimes I still have to struggle with my ego and check my ego. That's part of life. But the beauty about inner work is that I'm conscious of my unconscious behaviors. And I'm capable of observing it and correcting it. Whereas before, it was like self-loathing and self-criticism were my autopilot. And I wasn't aware of it because I was fully engulfed in that identity. But you can make your story, your inner demons or your trauma, whatever you want to call it, you can make it your ally by doing the work. Because that negative emotion is going to guide you to show you the roots of your inner thorns. And that's where the beauty is in healing those inner thorns. Now you don't need to worry about somebody touching that inner thorn because you've done the work at the root of it. You've made peace with that pain or those insecurities. You know, I'm far from perfect and I don't strive to be. But what I am is courageous because I went deep inside of myself and faced that painful story that I had been running from. I'm 
just courageous enough to ask deep questions that made me confront my deepest insecurities and my most painful memories with the intention of learning about what was eating away at me so that I could inject compassion into those parts of me that I had just ignored and suppressed so many years before. I'm courageous enough to admit when I'm wrong and just put my best efforts into being a better human being. I'm courageous enough to mold my life just according to God's will. I'm just courageous enough to speak my truth. And this is a courage that you can find within you as well by making peace with every single story that has wounded you. That's where you find the courage. That's where the courage and the confidence comes from. It's being courageous enough to navigate through life, to navigate the setbacks and the beauty of life without numbing ourselves anymore. Because in doing that, you invite your authentic self into you again and again and again. I'm courageous enough to put my dreams out there and risk ridicule and criticism from people who know the old me. I have completely transformed. I used to be that drunk party girl. (laughs) If there's one thing I'm sure of, it's the inner work I've done. I've made peace with my inner demons. They've become my allies, and the truth is sometimes they still need to be tamed because that's, that's just how life is. Like I'm saying this isn't perfection. They still need to be tamed, and that's my cue because they're calling my attention to go inside of myself. So now I can witness the self-critic, and that's my cue, right? To be aware of it and transform it. And now I can move past struggle with faith and courage and consciousness because it's God's will for all of us to move past life's challenges with faith, courage, and consciousness. And it's my soul's mission to teach this to other women who are ready to brave the tumultuous terrain of our inner worlds. It's not easy. It's funny because Ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a teacher. And then as I was finishing high school, I was researching teaching careers and I realized how how much they paid. And I thought, I don't know, I, I think I could just make more in life. And so that discouraged me from teaching. But God had another plan for me, right? Now I'm teaching something different. I've always wanted to be a teacher. I just didn't realize that I'd be a teacher in a different setting, like not in a public school setting, but I still am a teacher. I teach inner work. I teach spiritual cardio. I teach personal transformation. I don't want us to struggle alone anymore. That's why I started the podcast. I wanted to bring the wisdom of spiritual cardio to a larger audience. I want to destigmatize inner struggle. I want our souls to flourish by releasing pain. The stuff that we 
suppress and push way down into our hearts can be released. It can be excavated. And I want to usher as many people as possible toward their own personal liberation from their unique story. I want to help people accept themselves on a very deep spiritual level because that ignites joy and peace within ourselves. You know, I wake up every single day just feeling fulfilled. Fulfillment. That's not my story from before. I used to wake up feeling hopeless and helpless and just feeling like a victim. Like life just played me the wrong cards. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I know inner work in the beginning is hard, but I'm here to tell you that I wake up every day feeling fulfilled and purposeful. I want to teach as many people as possible, whoever is listening to this, that suffering is part of the human experience, but it doesn't have to be permanent. Inner peace can be achieved, and it doesn't mean life is perfect and won't throw us curveballs because we're human beings who make mistakes, and we're surrounded by other human beings, right, that do the same. Inner peace is becoming utterly self-aware with the ability to observe our ego and feel compassion for those who are suffering. Inner peace is the ability to self-soothe without numbing ourselves. Inner peace is joy at the very core of us for the simplest pleasures of life. Inner peace is love of self on a spiritual level. Inner peace is freedom from addictions. Inner peace is enjoying our own company. Inner peace is respecting your authenticity and your boundaries, no matter who disagrees. Inner peace is being okay with people distancing themselves because your growth is uncomfortable for them. Inner peace is emotional freedom because you've made peace with the story that broke you. Inner peace is accepting that God lives in your heart and guides you daily because you've done the work to transcend all that was holding you back. Inner peace is gratitude for your story because it built your resilience and making peace with it built your confidence and it built an empire of love inside of you. Inner peace is knowing that your suffering served a purpose. I'm so grateful for the pain that finally got my attention and forced me to go inward to look for answers because that changed my life forever. I freed myself from the chains of deep-seated shame and self-loathing and hopelessness and helplessness and I'm here to tell you that if you are struggling with that you too can free yourself. I am here to tell you that you can create an inner world that you do not need to escape from and that's the beauty of sobriety and inner work. I am here to tell you that if you hold yourself accountable to your growth journey that your life will change, that you will heal, 
that you will fill yourself up. There's no elevator to the best version of you. It is a staircase. <laughs> and we climb. And we climb. And we climb some more. From time to time, we'll look back and smile because we reached that level of joy that we were looking for externally, but we found it within. I'm here to tell you that you are who you've been looking for. So don't treat your self-love as an option. Don't treat your healing as an option. Treat yourself like you treat your best friend. And as long as you have the pen in your hand, you get to write every chapter of your life. You are in control. You are in control of your healing. You can be your savior. And you get to edit and pivot, and you get to edit and pivot again to ensure that you're gonna be okay on the inside. And when you surrender to something greater than you, you release yourself from the pressure of being everything. Like you have nothing to prove to anybody. Just surrender to the process of getting to know yourself, of getting to know your wounds in order to heal them. That's where the healing starts. It's just stopping to getting to know your deepest wounds, your deepest insecurities. How can you heal them if you don't know what they're trying to tell you? It's my job here to demystify transformation. That's why I started Spiritual Cardio. When we don't do our work, we end up believing in everything but ourselves. And so inner work is essential to ascend. Inner work is so important. And so is sobriety. It changes your life. Both of those things combined change your life. With spirituality, whew, it's just I never dreamed of having this comfort within me. I used to be so afraid of being alone. And one day, many, many years ago, a colleague asked me, this was in my 20s, someone asked me, why are you so afraid of being with just Valerie? Because I was telling her I was in a relationship and I didn't feel in love, but I was telling her that I was scared to be alone. And her response stayed with me till this day. And the response was, what's wrong with Valerie? What's wrong with being just with Valerie? At that time, I, I couldn't answer that question because I was in the trenches of numbing, drinking, and stuff like that. So now I get what she was talking about, right? I am so comfortable with my own company. And back then I was terrified of it. Everything in life is an experience, right? So give yourself the experience of love daily. That's what your heart is craving. And that kind of love is what gets you closer to your soul. That's what gets you closer to God. That's what helps you align spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. 
I'm a good coach because I'm a great student of life, right? Like I stopped and took a look at myself and sat with every single part of my story that needed healing. And I stopped to understand it, not to resist it, not to cast stones at it, but to understand it. And that's the beginning of healing is to understand. I know my clients because I know myself so deep because I took the time. Hold yourself accountable to your growth. Hold yourself accountable to your healing. Healing is a staircase. You just climb. And from time to time you look back and you're so grateful that you chose to climb. Keep going, do the inner work, and be sober. Drinking, drugging, whatever your vice of choices is holding you back. The healing doesn't happen in the escape. It happens in the presence of your emotions. It happens in being present for yourself. It happens in staying rooted in reality. It doesn't happen in the escape. Underneath all the distraction, all the pain, suffering, whatever you want to call it, the real you is waiting to be born. You do the work. You reap the rewards. Nobody's coming to save you. <laughs> That's what I learned as well. Is like, nobody's coming to save us. Our trauma our healing, our story is our responsibility to heal. Only you can save yourself. And with God's help, your rebirth is waiting for you. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Be patient with your healing. But be committed because it does get better. Thank you for tuning in to the Spiritual Cardio Podcast. I really appreciate each and every one of you. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so in many different ways. You can share this episode with some friends. You can follow at Spiritual Cardio on social media. You can subscribe to the Spiritual Cardio YouTube channel. And you can donate to the show, too, via ValerieZapata.com forward slash donate. This is a self-funded show, so if you believe in the work or if you are inspired by me and my story or the podcast, support Spiritual Cardio. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. This is Valerie Z. Bye. Hey, thank you for showing up and spending some time with me. If you loved this episode, please make sure to subscribe. And for exclusive content, you can sign up for my newsletter at ValerieZapata.com. I'll see you guys at the next show.